It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. And this team is really freaking good, Elliot. I mean, geez Louise, dude. Yeah. They are a 12 and 1. 12 and 1. The Philadelphia Eagles are 12 and 1. They're two games better than any team in the NFL, Elliot Shore Parks. Jalen Hurts, the betting favorite to win MVP this morning. Deservedly so, they went in and, as sad as this is, played the best Giants team we've seen since 2016, <laughs> yeah, Elliot Shore Parks, yeah. and beat them 48-22, to and 15 of those points, set eight were at the end and didn't matter, and seven were on that weird, stupid punt play, sit boss play we'll mm. talk about, like, just a... I mean, we thought the Titans game were like, wow, what a dominating effort, and then they went to New York were even better, Elliot. What, like... Yeah. What a team, man. Um, well, first of all, I know you're serious when you say my full name. I know. You know, it's like when That's I was young I'm, and, my, I'm and my parents were yeah. Elliot Steven. Like, I, you know. <laughs> um, but so I looked this up yesterday. And so they they scored a touchdown on three, on three straight possessions yesterday. They've, they've done it twice this year and now in 13 games. The 2017 team did it three times the entire season. Wow. So when this team is clicking like they are yesterday – they're unstoppable. I mean, 40, 35, 48 40, the yeah. last three weeks. It's, 48, it, 35, 40 the last three weeks. It's a better stretch than I think the dominating of 2017. When they did the when Broncos and the Cardinals, Cardinals and that stretch. Sure. I forgot Dallas was in there. Um, oh, yeah. They went yeah, to yeah, Dallas yeah. and, and yeah. beat them bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the final game of that stretch actually was Chicago, who the Eagles play next yeah, week. Yeah, they put up a 50 spot on um, them, I think. But I, I think my main takeaway from yesterday is that this team – has a second-year head coach, essentially a second-year quarterback, a young wide receiver in Devontae. Lots of youth on this team. Not a lot of winning. Like, they do have a nice mixture of players that have won, obviously with Kelsey, Graham, Cox, and, and then those guys. But just the way they take care of business week in and week out, I think is so impressive. They've slipped up once all year. Like, 
yeah, they didn't play great in Indianapolis. You could argue the Cardinals game they should have played better. But for the most part, they're exactly what you expect to see every week. You know? Yeah. I mean, you especially. <laughs> you said you thought they would dominate this game. I thought it would be a little closer. But everyone thought they'd win, and they won. And I think I, I was listening to uh, to Rob Ellis and Jack Fritz on, on the drive, on the, by the way, terrible drive home from Metlock. Oh, yesterday. buddy, I was I was thinking of you as I was yeah. I tucked safely in my house. It's no it was fun. gross outside. I was you like, know, oh, MetLife is lucky. Guy. MetLife is lucky that FedEx, FedEx exists. Because it would just be the worst. Because without them, yeah. I think they would legitimately have the worst stadium in yeah. the NFL. I buy it. Um, and the worst, like, location. It's just... I, I've never covered a game there where the sun has been out. I kid oh. you not. Every time I'm there, it's I believe raining. it. That feels that feels like that feels right with my experience yes. watching on TV. Every time. So um listening to them on the drive home and Rob Ellis uh was talking about, you know, how good this team is and everything. And he said something I, I really agreed with and I wanted to echo it. Don't take it for granted. It's so easy to 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 sit here this morning and, you know, think about the Super Bowl. And, look, we're going to talk about that. And to think about, you know, all these things. I remember last year when they were at MetLife, they got embarrassed to a certain extent. I mean, the score did not indicate it, but they played really poorly against a really bad Giants team. Jalen had a terrible game. Their, their go-to receiver at the end of that game was Jalen Rager, right? Like, <laughs> to where this team has yeah. come, that they can win a game of 48 to 22 and have it not even be as close as that sounds it's 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 unbelievable it's unbelievable i mean they ran for 253 rushing yards yesterday and it's not even a topic of conversation <laughs> she's like yeah of course they it's, did i, well, they I didn't even know did, it until i until i saw the, the box urban meyer score. yesterday remember urban yeah, meyer when he came to the league he's like i want a 500 game yeah. i want to and everyone's like urban dude have you paid any attention to the nfl in your life like that doesn't happen big right. dog they almost had an Urban Meyer game yesterday, I know, man. I know. And now the Giants are not good, and they were banged They're up. Bad. But but they treated them like it should be. Yeah. You know, they 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 did not uh, go I mean, in the there. The Giants are a playoff team still today. And, the Giants are a playoff team and, this morning as we wake up, a playoff team. And for what it's worth, the Giants are good at keeping games close. Yeah, you all know? year long. For, for as bad as they are, they are good, and it's a credit to the coaching staff. They are good at mucking the game up. You know, they, they keep it in it somehow. And the Eagles just came out yesterday. And just smacked them right out the beginning. Man, they whooped their ass. You know how I feel about that being a curse word. So I'm not going to say that. (laughs) But they They whooped their butts. Yeah, exactly. They they whooped them. Exactly. But uh, no, I mean, they they came out and just absolutely dominated from the jump. I mean, they go down. They had, I think, nine receivers catch a pass in the first quarter. Yeah. Well, Hurts came out just slicing and dicing. It was, and. So that's that's where I wanted to start, just because for me at least, and it's start just with Jalen. Well, it's the it, Monday morning Jalen. It's not just Jalen. It's the and something we talked about heading into the game, and it's something that's kind of been talked about all season, on and off. But I thought with yesterday being the you know Jalen passing for two seventeen, the team rushing for two fifty three, it just felt like the perfect representation of this team that we've seen all year, particularly yeah. the offense that can beat you however you need to get beat. Like, they will just do whatever makes the most sense against you, and they can do it at an elite level. I mean, seeing Jalen come out and just, like, walk down the field from the pocket, just slicing and dicing, just, you know, eating him up, carving him up, and then you see him later just running down the field another drive. It's like, man, this team's ability, and to, to mix it up, like you said, hitting all these different receivers, and obviously big game for Devontae, or big first half for Devontae, mm-hmm. AJ gets his... But, like, Grant Kekatera is getting involved. I mean, he's just spreading the ball Pascal, around. Scott. Pascal, Miles Sanders catching the ball. Jack like, Stoll. all that stuff. Like, man, it is 
it from last year to this year, this offense last year that as as great as Jalen was for a for a you know first year starting quarterback, all that. As we talked about so many times, it felt like a very one-dimensional type of offense. Like they were the yeah. best running offense we've ever seen. As it didn't Eagles just feel offense. like a one type. It was. Of, it, it was. was. Yeah. And this year, it is. It is as as diverse as balanced an yeah. offense as I as I Elliot as I ever <laughs> remember in Philadelphia. Yeah. This is unbelievable, man. It, I thought and it yesterday, starts with Jalen. Obviously, I thought yesterday. You know, to just to go back to, to how it was a professional win. Yesterday was just professional quarterbacking by yeah. Jalen. Yeah. I don't want to say it looked like no effort because clearly a did, lot though. of effort goes into right. doing that. But it was almost just, a nonchalant, yeah, perfect it's, performance. It's how I would remember. I remember watching Tom Brady against the Eagles in training camp twice, and it was you know I don't get a chance to see Tom Brady in person often, except I did in the Super Bowl. But um, mm, you know, and just the way he would just sit back there and just. You know, pick them apart. Jalen was like that yesterday, but then also a dynamic runner. (laughs) There was a point during the game yesterday when I was thinking, he's kind of the perfect quarterback. You know, I I think we would probably still take Mahomes over him. Mm -hmm. You know, Mahomes has that insane pass yesterday. Oh, that was unbelievable. But Mahomes is reckless with the ball, for what it's worth. You know, he does take— Yeah, he had three picks yesterday. Three picks yesterday. Okay, I didn't know that. So there you go. Top level analysis for there me. I knew it was not even that. Yeah, that's what happened. You're driving back from MetLife in the pouring rain. Um, but he he he's reckless with the ball. He can move. He's not the athlete Jalen is. Josh Allen, same thing. Yeah, I think Josh Allen. You know, we could argue the arm, whatever, but he's also reckless with the ball. Jalen and his body and his body. Jalen almost never puts the ball in harm's it's unbelievable, way. There, there was a moment when I was watching uh, the Dolphins Chargers last night, and I thought Tua looked like. He had a bad game overall. He was horrible. But I thought he, he, he just throws some balls up. And Jalen never looks like that. Yeah. There are passes Jalen throws that are incomplete, but it never looks rushed or like or or that he does not know what he's doing, you know? Um, and it's he's kind of the perfect quarterback. He he can run, he can win from the pocket, he can make all the throws. I mean, in training camp, I, I didn't think they were pushing the ball downfield enough. Clearly, maybe that had a lot to do with the defense at that point, but he he he's a, throws a great deep pass. I mean, the pass to Devontae. He throws one of the best deep passes in the NFL. It, he throws. It's perfect. He throws a such a catchable ball. It is gorgeous. It like he's a drop in the bucket guy. Yeah. All of a sudden, like he just puts it up, lofts it, and it comes down right where the receiver's arms are. Like it is. It's pretty wild, man. So the the pass to Devontae yesterday. Clearly, the Giants' safety misplayed that totally. But just watching it live. It was unbelievable to see. Like, I, I looked, and I, and all of a sudden, Devontae's just running. It, it must have split, missed the guy by like a, a half a second. Yeah. It was, it was an unbelievable throw. I mean, great catch by Devontae, too, to keep Well, especially because the safety should have hit him. Like, the yeah. safety, or should have gone for the ball, at least. He at least had to be bracing he at for least had, Yeah, the point is, Devontae's going up there expecting yes. contact. Great play from Devontae. And Jalen checked to that play. He changed that at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that they play. showed that in the broadcast. Based too. off what he saw. Yeah. So yeah. Uh Jalen. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that that's the part we haven't taught. Like, it's so funny because with Hertz, we've talked so much about just just the the production on the field and how mm-hmm. how amazing he's been. And we talk obviously and rightfully so. And last year did too. Like, there's been no change in us talking about how he's, you know, the the Built in a lab leader, like the right. fact that you know, as I've, I've said it before, I'll keep saying I've never seen a 24 year old with the poise and charisma and 
natural leadership abilities and natural yeah. perfect mentality. I, mean, I guess you didn't meet me until I was. <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Like I've never seen anything like it in my life. We have not talked nearly enough about the the because we've talked so much about the strides with his mechanics and his accuracy, but the strides he's made in terms of of processing, reading the field, understanding what he's seeing mm-hmm. has been as big a jump as as the as the accuracy and and it's as big a reason that he's made this Josh Allen leap. It's the accuracy combined with this ability to all of a sudden just know exactly what he's yeah. looking at, man. And I think the coaching staff has been better too. Absolutely. You know, to an extent. I, and coaching him to that point. Yes, too. 100%. And I'm not meaning that to take away from Jalen. I, I think what I more mean is I think Jalen sometimes catches a lot of the heat for last year. But I think everyone's improved. The receivers are better. The coaching is better. Uh, you know, Miles Sanders is playing way better. Way better. I, I just think everyone around Jalen has also improved. And when you combine his leap as well, this is what you see. You see a team that is 12-1. and 12-1. Let's not undersell <laughs> 12-1. The Eagles are 12-1. They've played 13 and games one. and lost one of them. They haven't lost on the road. It's only all happened year. once in our lifetime yeah. in the history of us being alive as he or Elliot and I. Right? It was 04. Is the only time I'm 41 years old. Yeah. One time have I seen a 12 and 1 Eagles team before this year, and it was the 2004 Eagles with T.O. and Donovan Fly and I. I mean, that's how great. That's how yeah. great. They're two games better than anyone else in the NFL, Elliot. Yeah. Two games better than everybody. Y- yeah. Uh, I think I'm I'm ready to say that they're better than 17. Thank you. The there roster oh, is better. Than better. 17. I thought you were saying better, better than the Bills and the Chiefs. I thought, um, well, you know, I, so, I, okay. I think they're a better regular season team than the 17 team is. And I think the roster is probably more talented. They have to prove it in the playoffs. They have to prove it in the playoffs the to big get thing. there. But, yeah. but yes, I, I thought yesterday as I was watching that game, including 04, I thought this is the best regular season Eagles team I've ever seen in my the life. The best way I think I can put it is, if I, I've seen all three teams play, if you said to me prior to week one, Elliot, you can pick one roster and one coaching staff, I would pick this. Wow. One. See, I'm not, I, maybe, maybe, I might, maybe, I don't know. You know, it's hard to, I without mean, the playoff success, it's hard to, it's hard to make that. But again, if you said, well, all right. Well, it's worth, it's not like the 04 team no, was this is, Here's what warriors. I'll say, and I, like, again, you're right. Well, they got the Super they Bowl. They did, but it took them without T.O. But yeah, well, but the years the, before. Yeah. But we're just talking about the one year for each team. If we're talking, because like, look, 2016 wasn't a good team, but 2017 was no, but amazing. I'm saying, I think when you talk about 04, you, you have to factor in the facts. You do, but if we're yeah. just talking about the best Eagles team ever, yes. right? So it's 17-04 this, right? I think this team is better. Uh, so here's what I'll say. I'll say, if, if I'm going into the regular season and you say, all right, pick one of these three teams to win the most games, I think I agree with you. I think I would take to, mm-hmm. They still need to do it in the playoffs for me to— 100%. To, but I think it's—I think I'm there. I Because I blanched this. I was like, no, I, no, no. The roster no, no, is no, no. better. The roster might be better. The roster is the better. The roster might and, be and, better. And it's not even a knock it for If you look at this team, I mean, they had James Bradbury yesterday. James Bradbury was probably the best player on the Giants last year. Yeah. He's like—he is a top-10 player on this team, but, it you know, he's not top-5. Like, no doubt. So, yeah. I mean, the, the the cornerbacks are unbelievable yesterday. And then the, the Giants don't have much talent. That is worth pointing out. But they completely suffocated the Giants. First four possessions were punts. Then they get the the touchdown off of the fake field goal. Or the, I'm um, sorry, the blocked punt. Then another punt. Another punt. Like, they just completely suffocated this team. They had no chance, the Giants, to do absolutely anything. And... You know, the defense did this a lot last year. Ironically, they gave up more points to the Giants today or yesterday than they did last year, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I do think there should be a stat of, yeah, of, points of that, real points allowed. Yeah, like These when you're points up 48 to 4. I actually, so it's funny, I, in my notes, 
inside baseball in my notes yeah. i had so i always like take notes during the game and then i'll do headlines after i got my top things and i want to like talk it. about in the pod and then i and then i have all my other stuff that we'll get to but i as my top headline put 48 to 14 with yeah. a ton of exclamation points and only later as i'm watching the sunday night game and looking at the ticker on the bottom and i saw 48 22 and i was like oh yeah they scored at the end it's, like yeah. that's how it meaning, shouldn't like, count. I forgot it happened. I was yeah. going to come on the pod and say forty eight fourteen. I was going to be wrong. Like yeah. that's how close I the, was. The points should not count. Yeah, when you talk. and and it wasn't even as close as forty eight to fourteen. There, yeah, I, I mean, look, when they went up seven to nothing, I knew they won the game. <laughs> I, like I just when they went right down the field and scored. Well, I knew they were. I told you coming. You, yeah, in. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, they're going to whoop this team's ass. Yeah, and I they was did. So confident, and they did. And but but it was not even as close as forty eight to fourteen. Yeah, it, I know, which is such a crazy, <laughs> what a crazy thing to say. Yeah. And by the way, real quick, and I want to get to the defense because, you know, I think sometimes they get submerged when we do the, you know, especially with how good Jonathan the offense is. not getting credit. No. But um, just quickly, speaking of coaching, uh, you know, the penalties. You know, did we watch that game yep. a week ago? It's like, it's like, how many times have we talked about this? We come in and we're like, well, they had an issue. And then the coaching staff just corrects it. Well, they so just fix it. Against the Titans, they had 12 penalties. Eight of them were before the snap. Yesterday, they had two penalties. None of them were before the snap. And the second one was like meaningless late in the game. Yeah, too. so they played a much cleaner game, and it's the coaching staff. Obviously, we've talked about this. It's the players too. No doubt, it's everybody. They are so good at correcting a problem, and that's why you believe in them going into the playoffs. You know, like if the first game of the playoffs, we'll see who they play, and and I think they are going to win their first playoff game. But if they have a problem in that game, you would think that then in the next game it'll be fixed. They're just. And with two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl, you would think that they're just going to come out and be firing ready, on all cylinders. Ready to roll, but, buddy. By the way, so uh, this morning, you know, as we always do Monday morning, we we drove in together. And uh, I said to James, I said, you know, it's the first day I'm wearing my big puffy coat. Mm-hmm. Which you responded, it's been cold a lot. <laughs> and then I said, well, I don't get up as early as you. Yes. So that was the conversation. Yes. But here's the important part of this. This puffy coat is the coat I bought when they went to Minnesota. Oh, this year. buddy! So it feels feels symbolic. I, I that- will say for the first time, because so, like obviously if we've known they can go to the Super Bowl, they can win the Super Bowl. Last night when I was going to bed, for the first time with my head on the pillow and I'm, I'm you know get, going to sleep, like thinking whatever. I really, truly thought about them winning the Super Bowl. Like, I've thought about it. Like, obviously it's obvious, but like I actually envisioned in yeah. my head like another parade and and. Arizona. Sirianni celebrating. Like, yeah, I, I actually, like, it, it, there's something about yesterday that, like, Chris, because I, I, we all knew it and stuff, but, it, like, there's something that crystallized it where it's like, wow, like, we could be, we could be two months away from the, the Eagles winning another Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, that's where we're at right and now. And you could be nine weeks away from getting up at 3 a.m. to start the morning <laughs> well, show. I, I will be that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, you yeah, thought about yeah, that one. Exactly. Um, I do want to ask you this. So, I don't know if you got a chance to see Sirianni's post-game presser. I do not. But he was, um surprisingly subdued. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that, I mean, he was going wild after the Colts win. After they beat the Texans, he was, you know, slamming the podium, talking about how excited he was. He's shouting in the hallway, right? Yesterday, they clinch a playoff spot. They have a dominating performance. He gets up to the podium and he goes, oh, yeah, we clinched. I just found out a few minutes mm-hmm. ago. Come on, man. My my guess is that, honestly, I think that when— It's you- intentional. Yes, and yeah. also I think he would prefer to be able to calm himself down at times. But you know, the moment is the moment, and he's going to be genuine. But I, yesterday, it's like pretty easy to calm yourself down by the end of the game, right? Like, yeah, it's true. You know I mean, but, but yeah, there's nothing. It's like, all right, well, we just whoop whooped them. Like, right. yep, nothing to like, Thank nothing to see cursing. here. Thanks for coming. Yeah. So I get it. 
But, you know, to the point, they did do an amazing job. I want to get back to the offense in a second. I want to talk Miles Sanders. I want to talk about some of the amazing milestones that the team's already hit. But but quickly, let's get to the defense because I do think, you know, we always submerge them and all that. Yeah. And, you know, not the Giants' offense is bad, all that. But Dable's a really smart coach. And they just had nothing. Yes, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. And the Eagles' D-line, phenomenal again. Yep. Seven sacks after the game against the Titans with a bunch of sacks. I they mean, had seven yesterday? They had seven wow. sacks. Brandon Graham oh, yeah, that's right. had three, three yeah. sacks yesterday. He might get double digits this Dude, year. Dude, what? For him to come back and play at all at 34 off a of torn Achilles, just to even suit up and take the field yeah. to start the next season is remarkable. Like, the fact that he's playing at the level he's playing at is like, I've tweeted, it's like a borderline miracle. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. At it is. that no, age I, with that injury, I it. it is un. Freaking yeah. believable what that guy's doing. Uh, so I have two, a couple thoughts on it. One, Brandon deserves all the credit in the world. My favorite all, eagle ever. All Love the him. work he put in, the fact yeah, he no came doubt. back, mm-hmm. like just all the credit in the world for what he's accomplishing. I also think it speaks to what the backbone of this team is in a way, and they have a lot of backbones, so maybe it's not the backbone. But depth on the defensive line has always been something that yeah, the Howie heart of what Howie Lurie does, yeah, no doubt, in, right. And when you look at the fact that. They're up 48 to whatever it was yesterday, and he's still playing. It's because, yeah, you can't put Redick in. You can't put Sweat in. You know, they're they're incredibly deep at the def- at the defensive line, so he's not playing as many snaps, which I think help, helps him. But also, in a weird, twisted way, I do think a year off helped his body. It was a year of not playing. It's a an year interesting of, point, for sure, you know, especially at his age. His Achilles, of course, he had to rehab, but the rest of his body, to a certain extent, I know rehab is hard, so I'm not diminishing it, to a certain extent, he got a year off from Didn't football. take the beating it normally takes. And I think that that helped him. He talked about it in training camp. He talked about how he felt the best he has in a long time. Eagles training staff gets a lot of heat. Clearly, they did a great job with Brandon. And, hey, the last two years just, I mean, yeah, they've been credit. great. They've been great. They've been great. But outside of just Brandon, this team could finish with four players with 10-plus sacks. I mean, Reddick got there yesterday. Reddick already has double-digit sacks. The first edge rusher for the Eagles. I saw yeah. Rube tweet this. The first edge rusher for the Eagles since Connor Barwin. Yeah. In 2014, he double-digit sacks. Almost 10 years. Think about how crazy they won a Super Bowl in that run. Like, well, think about how crazy that and is. And this is what we've been talking about more, about how they have a great defensive line and they don't have a, a premier edge rusher. Hassan Reddick talked about after the game, and he didn't, you know, I'm not saying he was begging, but he was kind of being, being like, "Hey guys, I've where's kind my of career edge rusher?" He, he, I mean, he's you know? gotten ten plus sacks three straight seasons yeah. with three different teams. It's yeah. never been done before in the it's NFL. Great point. Different great coordinators, point. different look, head coach, he's got different 10 divisions. Sacks Thirteen games. He's right. He, four he, games could, he could end up with more. <laughs> yeah. And he's starting in a way. You know, this is strong. But there's an argument that he was a better pickup than AJ. AJ's unbelievable. We've what he does about for this the last offense. Pod, yeah. There's an argument. I, I I would still, if you said to me, I Elliot, would say AJ, but you had to pick one. But if they lost Reddick, it would be dude a, a and really it's, big. And loss. it's not just the numbers; it's eye test. You know, like this guy, he's flies. always there. He's he always flies there. around, man. Yeah. He is so quick to the quarterback. He's so great at attacking the ball when he's yeah. coming for the quarterback. One of the best I've seen at that. It kind of having the awareness of where the ball is, getting his arms up there, slapping at the ball and all that. But, man, just his speed around the edge, is it's really unlike anything we've had here. In a yeah. while. Like, it's not surprising when you hear that stat. Like, they've had inside rushers who've been great. Obviously, Cox over that stretch, you know, since 2014. Mm-hmm. It's been really good at times. Hargrave's had some years. They've had dudes. And, obviously, Graham had the nine and a half sacks one year, and we've had guys. But, like, 
man, it has been a long time since we saw someone just fly around the edge like that and have that kind of speed to the quarterback. Well, and you, you talked about, in general, the defense. Excuse me. In general, the defense. Remember all the concern about how Gannon was going to use Redick? And I was concerned. Oh, yeah. Well, you, it, right? you, were, so you were leading the charge. Say, oh, you were like not... the first one being like, drop him back and cover yeah, I didn't like. I didn't yeah. like that he had weapon in his, in his yeah. right? <laughs> you're right. For the but, day he signed, I forgot But they that. clearly used him the right way. Yeah. They absolutely clearly have. He... Rush, the dropping back thing has become a complete non-story. Yeah. Now, they're 12-1, I mean, and so I think it makes it easier not to pay attention. But clearly, they are using him in the right way. So so props to them. Yeah, that. props to them. And again, the D-line across the board, really the last you know few weeks, has looked special. And obviously, you know, they had the, we've had the issues with the running game at times, and you know, they have been able to get up the last two games, but which again, has allowed to them to rush a quarterback. But again, to your point of the coaching staff correcting things. They've tightened it up. Think about the Washington game. They lost because of the run defense. And the offense played a part in it, clearly, with the turnovers. But the main, the main, probably the main reason they lost that was because of the run defense. Since then, well, it's, especially it's think been about, amazing. And just think about the last two weeks. And granted, again, they had leads. So, you know, teams are going to run less and all that. And you're going to be able to pin your ears back and all that. But facing Derrick Henry and Saquon Barkley, even a banged-up Saquon Barkley, yeah. two of the best running backs you'll face all year. And they shut those guys down. Jonathan Taylor. And and Jonathan Taylor right. at that first drive, and then they shut Aaron it Jones. down. Yeah. yeah, they've done like a great aging Dell game some problems. But for the most part, and they were up in that game again, too. You know, so it has just been again back to the point, you know, it goes for Gannon too, with when this team has had issues defensively, they've tightened them up, they've figured them out, and and they yeah. come out better the other side. It is the the it really is a Unpol- like well, I'm, I'm getting like a little like giddy talking <laughs> about just this marriage of coaching and and yeah. talent and how you know both sides are really doing their job at elite elite levels well, right now. And and you know while while we're talking about both the defense and their ability to correct problems, think about last year. Their two biggest problems are they couldn't get pressure and they couldn't create turnovers. Yeah, and they're they're elite. And ultimately, yeah, and ultimately all their their issues last year, that specific thing with the defense and then the inability to throw the ball on offense. Came back to why you're down thirty-one nothing at the half, or thirty-one or twenty-four nothing, and then thirty-one nothing immediately after mm-hmm. in Tampa in the playoff game. Like that was it was like, oh yeah, these are the you're playing a much better team. These are the flaws. This year, it's the it's the exact opposite. Like yeah. whatever team, and look, the Eagles might not win the Super Bowl. The Eagles might not get to the Super Bowl. I think they will. I feel so confident about it. But and like, I also think they're going to yes, get to the Super Bowl. You, Elliot thinks they're going yeah, to the Super okay, Bowl. I don't know how many times? But like, look, we know that they couldn't and all that, but but. No matter what, just from a matchup perspective, when we're analyzing whatever that playoff game is, and even you know, forgetting the home field part of it, like the Eagles will be a better, more balanced, better coached team than whoever they play. Yes, whoever they play. That's the best way that I think you can put it going in. And this is how I view the NFC currently. Because look, the Niners D could win you a game. They yes. could come in here and and just win the football game. Like that could happen, but like it won't be because the Niners were a more balanced, better put together, better coached team. If the Eagles played the Niners or the Cowboys ten times in Philadelphia, I think they win at least seven against each of those. I feel opponents. the exact same way. Right. The the thing though is it is not a ten. Game we don't series. know which that game yes, is going to exactly. be one of those so ten. Could, exactly. You know the chances are they will win the game. I think they are a better team. the The scary thing to me is. Still, that man, that Dallas game could end up meaning a lot. I mm-hmm. the Eagles are going to be the one seed. That is my prediction. I believe it. I would still be surprised well, if it did not happen. Yeah, the Dallas game. It it it, it, did, it just it's a room for error is smaller than yes, you, that's when you're, what I'm saying. You're sitting at twelve and one. The margin for error should not be as slim yes, as that, it is. That's, uh, that's and been I, my I entire fair point. And it it really does make it underrated. This Chicago game 
Every Incredi- game is like this. Every game is, but this Chicago game particularly, knowing you've got that, that like what's the only thing that could beat this Eagles team right now? The Eagles, right? Yeah. Them going in and not taking a game seriously like they did with that Washington or, the or look go, ahead game. Look, yeah. This is the look at this yeah. is it. Like you're because while we, we kind of talk about that Dallas game, it was like, ah, oh, their margin forever is really slim because if they lose that Dallas game, we always talk about it. It's funny because you brought this up on the Saturday show where you're like, you know, the fact that people are talking like this about Dallas shows that, that people are nervous about that game. You don't yeah. expect to win. Like, we never talk about that game like they could win it. But for this team, they are looking at like they could win it. And if they win it, the season's over. It's like, done. they are the one team. Yeah, so for yeah. them going in, like, there is no way they can't. And and this team has been really good about like I trust them to to take every game seriously with Jalen and Sirianni and all that. But like it, human beings, my thing, well, and, human beings. There's no way that this Chicago game is not at least a little bit of a look at a hundred percent. And besides the fact that the Bears are bad too. Well, you that know, too. That's my point. Dallas, like, how do you? And, yeah. I, that's my point. The yeah, yeah, bad yeah. team. It's hard to with get the up biggest game, game of the season coming up next. Like this is a tough one. Yeah. This could be an ugly one. Now and. I think we feel the same way about 538. So before I say this, you don't I, I'm aware. The numbers oh, are weird, right? Yeah. But love, and go. trust me, as someone that has followed this throughout, you know, like EPL lead stuff, I'm aware that it could change a lot. It can go from 80%, right? But just for some perspective, if the Eagles were to lose the next two, and I don't think they're going to, but it's not, you know, losing two games in a row in the NFL is not the sky is falling. The, the, that happens to a lot of teams. Most the, teams. The, 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 you know, least, yeah, the Bills, teams, I think, yeah. lost two in a row, right? I think the Chiefs might have done it, or at least you know they have three or four losses. But the, the Bengals obviously did it. If they lose two in a row, they go from 88% to be the one seed to 34%. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to happen. But, but it is but a to your point, like, it only takes two weeks of slip-ups. It's not three months of playing bad football. It's not a month of playing bad football. It takes blowing it against Chicago and, and then, then losing a, slip a tough up, just spot losing a tough spot. Not exactly. Yeah, but the slip-up would be Chicago. Right. And so that is just the wild thing about this team where I believe they are the best team in the NFC. Like I said, if they played either of these teams, I think they'd beat the Vikings nine out of ten times, mm-hmm. right? But... It's just unbelievable. Before the year, you told me they were going to be twelve and one. That there would still be a chance they'd have to win three straight road games to get to the Super Bowl. It is pretty crazy. No, it's a really good point. They it, should really reseed the NFL. It should just be by record. It should not be divisionals. For this is a debate for another day. Oh, I so the Dallas. Yeah, I mean, look, think about it, if you're a Dallas fan, and again, we're we're saying this is annoying. The Rangers, Razor thin margin. Like think about it, you're a Dallas fan, you could. Theoretically, yeah, go you could four, be the five. Seed. You could go fourteen and three if you went out yeah. and the Eagles only lose that Dallas game. The Eagles could be fifteen and two. You could be fourteen and three, and you're going on the road in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, like that. That would be like if I'm if, if that happened. The Eagles and it could, like it could. It right? Absolutely, if the Eagles could. They lose could slip two, up. They could slip the Eagles up. could be fourteen and three and be the five seed. Yeah. Like, and I again, I don't think Dallas wins out. I don't think the Eagles like lose at like lose right. two whatever. But like, but like the, either of those teams, like that's devastating if yeah. you're that team and. Really quick Cowboys point, and then I guess maybe we'll get into ESPN thing if you want, or we could do that on Tuesday. But Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I think there will be a lot of people that are saying, well, they barely beat the Texans, and that's true. But I would I would also— It's like we just talked about. You can't get up for every game. Like, I'm not— yeah, I, 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 They deserve to lose that game, though. Yeah, they and you could argue the Eagles to deserve to lose the Colts. But, sure. But the reality is, all that matters is— and the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. All that matters is the Cowboys are are hanging in there. It's a win. They're hanging in there. Yeah, I agree. They're 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 making it so the Eagles cannot slip up, and that's the the unfortunate thing for the Eagles. It's it's 
and they're good enough that they won't do it. I believe they'll be the one seed. But it's unfortunate to think that they've been this dominant, this great, and there's just not a lot of room for error. All right. Uh, we still got a bunch of stuff to get to. So let me quickly fire yeah. off some numbers, uh, milestone things at you. And then I want to get to the sit boss thing because that's going to be a, a blank thing. Chip. Blank and chip. Blank lot to get to. And I, I think, honestly, in the end, I'm happy they got out of there with with as few injuries as they did. Cause in that first in half lane. was going... Well, Lane, Lane looks like he avoided major injury, which is a good news. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent he plays against Chicago. Okay. Well that maybe they even keep him out for that one, but that gets you know a little nerve wracking. Uh, yeah. But regardless, yes. We'll get to all that quickly though, just to, to fire them off at you. Um pretty amazing first time in the history of the franchise. Mm. The Philadelphia Eagles have, and again, this is through thirteen games. Right. They still have four more. The Eagles have three players with ten or more touchdowns. Miles has 10, AJ has 10, Hertz has 10 rushing touchdowns. Oh, yeah. First time in the history of the franchise. Three dudes with 10. They'll all end up with more than 10, most likely the way the season playing out. Pretty astounding. Well, and that's what's impressive about this team, And by too, the way, is- oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Bad job by me. Victory lap for our guy, Elliot Shore Parks, oh, Miles yeah, Sanders, 10 right. touchdowns. Yeah, big time, right. Big time. You get the victory lap in week four, before week 14 know, or week 15. Pretty impressive. He could end up with 15. Yes, depending. he could. But, yeah. um... Last year was always such a fluke. It was just such a fluke. You're the the best franchise. You're the best rushing team in franchise history, and your running back doesn't score it's a touchdown. Wild. Yeah, it's, it's wild. But th- just outside the fact that they're twelve and one, they have so many things around them that are like a mem- will remember it as a great team for reasons like this. AJ a thousand yards, Miles a thousand. Well, that yards. was the other yeah, one I was exactly. going to mention. The first time since Macklin and Shady individually, like that we've had a thousand yard receiver and a thousand yard rusher. And I, we talked about the the Reddick. First double digit yeah. edge rushers in the bar win. We're getting a lot. And again, 13 games in this. There's four games left and three in the old style of where these Correct. records came yeah. from. So we're they, still three they're games do away all these from the, things. Pretty, pretty amazing, this stuff as yeah, we got. Absolutely. And I mean, the, and the numbers just back up that they're a great team. I mean, the, the team the Eagles played yesterday, the Giants. I think you said at one point they were like the most overrated six and one team in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. They were six and one and they deserve credit, but the numbers did not back it up. Throughout the year, the numbers have backed it up with the Eagles. They've always been, you know, I test and numbers. Yeah, it's been like that's across what I'm the board. Yep. It's never been even last year with this Eagles team. Obviously, they deserve credit for making the playoffs. I think it was important they did all those things, but clearly they were not a great team last year. They did some things great. Their their running game was great. You know, their defense was really good against bad quarterbacks. Jalen could be a playmaker. They were not a great team. There were a lot of not a lot of numbers to point to to say they were a great team. You can point to almost every single number on this team. It's hard. Yeah, we didn't even talk about like the turnover differential. You'd be hard pressed to find a number with this team that makes them look bad. Well, especially even even Britton Covey, it was a top ten punt returner going into the game. Good man, he is. He's better. Like (laughs) he's he's improved though. He, I think, he's gotten more. Like shocking. What do we always talk about? Like give a guy a chance. Give a guy a chance to do it a little bit. Get some reps in it. It's like, oh, this is how fast these guard. This is these these guys go. This is how much time I have to get out of the way. This is how much time I yeah. Like of course, right? And Boston Scott. He and Boston. Well, I tweeted this, and I firmly believe it. Just on based on yesterday alone, best kick returner since Kenny on Barnard. (laughs) It was so funny when I saw that because I thought. Was Kenyon remembered as a great kicker? No, return? it was just that they've been so bad. He's like the first one I remember who ever did anything. Like yeah. he was fine. I was happy with Barner back there. Yeah. Like, good job. But that's how weird, you know, I was saying. But sad he's been, yeah, he's been great. Now the special teams did have the weird punt thing. Yes, which we'll get to. I want to get to that in a minute. Okay. But um, all right, a couple more things to fire at you. Uh Jalen Hurts now for three thousand passing yards, three thousand one hundred and fifty seven. So what do you have last year? Uh I don't know, but I don't think it was much more than that. I'll look it um, up while you keep it. Also, rushing yards, he is at six eighty six. So Jalen very likely to get uh uh like 
37, 38, maybe even 4,000 passing. Probably if he plays every game, he'll get 4,000 passing and over 1,000 yeah, rushing. If he plays every game, he'll top 1,000. Oh, which is unbelievable. He is, um, I mean, think about it. I saw someone tweet. So Jalen has 22 touchdowns and three uh, interceptions. Well, I'm reading this right. Sorry, really quick. He had 3,144 passing yards last year. He has 3,157. So he's, so already, he's already passed, passed it. it. And then... Um, more he, passing touchdowns, more yards. Twenty-two to three. He also has ten rushing touchdowns, so he is at thirty-two to three from a touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah. Total touchdowns. I mean, as we mentioned before, I mean, Patrick Mahomes threw three interceptions yes. yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the level, uh, the efficiency, like not just is he great. And we watch him. We talk about him slicing and dicing, and the deep throws, and the accuracy, and the just the elite running ability between the tackles outside the the decision when to go the the decision making is all that stuff but like just from a pure efficiency numbers perspective I mean Jalen Hurts you know is is on his way to like uh, he's like on his way to like a forty historical season forty two and maybe four intercept four total to, like he's on his way to a, a historic efficiency yeah. season and it'll be interesting to see as a, as running quarterbacks and. You know, running quarterbacks aren't new. They're, they've been around for a, a long time. But it'll be interesting to see how people end up judging total touchdowns versus passing touchdowns. I don't know if there's a correct answer or not to I it. I think it should be count. I mean, it's a touchdown for your offense. Yeah, I, I just and think it, the it's an interesting it. discussion. You know, I but, mean, ultimately, because well, your quarterback's wins guy, touchdowns. right? Your quarterback's wins guy. Oh, like, the, I mean, ultimately, core. on a basic level, and you need to see it. Like we talked about Jalen and passing and all yep. going into the year. But like, ultimately, like. Theoretically, if you're a quarterback wins guy, you should be an offense touchdowns guy. For yeah, quarterback, right. Ultimately, all that matters is getting the ball in the end zone. So, like, even like running back touchdowns should theoretically kind of count towards a quarterback's like overall thing. Or like, how good was your offense? I right? see what you're saying. You yeah, know what I mean, and yeah. obviously we're just judging on the ones that he's involved in, but still, like, the point is, I don't think the him rushing for touchdowns should be taken away from. I him just in mean any way. when you think about what's the record for touchdowns, passing touchdowns in the season. Uh, 50 something 55, or five, I think. Yeah, with right? Mah- so, or, uh, Manning, I mean, Jalen probably won't top, with Brady, and I think he passed. He probably won't top fifty-five total touchdowns this year. He probably or maybe Mahomes got. So anyway, I think it's Manning. I'd just be curious to know if we ever get to a point where the best season by a quarterback ever is viewed as total touchdowns and not passing. Yeah, touchdowns. I don't know, and it's just and look, it's the way we talk and things change. Exactly, with the way, that's yeah, what I mean. I think the conversation that's actually is a changing. really interesting yeah. point. Um, all right, one other just wild fact I saw yesterday: uh, Tim McMahon tweeting this out. Uh, new Eagles record again. This is through 13 games. The Eagles have 27 rushing touchdowns this season, passing the mark that has stood since 1945. Elliot, and I mean, again, you know how I feel about running the ball, but, but that's, still, no, like 27 touchdowns, yes. and with 13 again, 13 games in, so they're going to shatter yes. the record. And again, yesterday we see three different guys rush for touchdowns. How many times? I think that's like the third or fourth game this year. We've seen three or more guys rush for touchdowns. Like. Yeah. Again, it just goes back so to I'm gonna, I'm gonna the but- dynamic offense. That I'm going to butcher this stat, but there's some version of this stat is correct. So this is very classic. Yeah. Well, this is very yeah. yeah it's classic year. What's uh, oh, um, there, there's something like five and one against teams with a winning record with an average winning margin of something impressive. You know, it wasn't like by well, three they have points. The, they have the most wins of any team against right. playoff teams. So, and that's so funny because the schedule is like, oh, exactly. So they have the most wins against pl- current playoff teams of anyone in the NFL. Yes. Like, like what, and, what else are we supposed to do here, right? Like yeah. I get it. Like none of like I've said all year, none of these teams are super scary. They're not great, but all the Eagles are doing is beating is all these them. teams. And and you know, for what it's worth, I, I don't and think And by the way, top point differential in the NFL now. Yes. I, I don't think that this is some historically bad NFL season. No, I, mean, the, I, I you know, just don't Bills, think there's like a super great team. Like sometimes you have like a couple Yeah, there, yeah. there's not seven really the great Eagles teams. Eagles right now, again, and you gotta finish it out, you got like 
when we look back, because you not ever you won't remember this, but like if the Eagles season continues on the trajectory it's on from a stats, wins, losses, and if they win the Super Bowl, they will go down as one of the great regular season teams of all time. Well, like yeah. a sixteen and one Super Bowl with all these like well, they're they'll go down bunch, one of the best teams. Dude, they're of gonna all have a time. bunch of all pro yeah, that's what I mean. One of the yeah, not yeah. regular season, but one of the best yeah. teams like overall team like they're gonna have a bunch of all pros. Like there's gonna be like this is like on pace to be a truly historic season. Yeah, and I think like so I think when you grow up and you watch teams, they always hold a special place in your heart, just in the way that you you view them differently, you feel about them differently. I think it's it's kind of why MJ's always the GOAT, right? Because people watch and they just feel differently about him. So while I said it earlier in the pod, and it's true, I would take this roster over the 04 roster. There's always still gonna be a part of me that views like the 04 Eagles as the gold standard of football. Like that, the gold standard of Philadelphia sports. This team you know, could be that, you know, in 20 years when we're been doing this for a long time and there's a bunch of annoying young buck kids running around being like, no, like this, you know, 2035 Eagles. I'm like, no, 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 trust me. The 2022 Eagles. That's what this team is becoming. That's a great point. This team is on its way to becoming potentially the best team in the history of Philadelphia sports. It'd be like the 83 Sixers you'd talk about and that. Like, like I'm trying to think of even who it'd be the 83 Sixers, the 80 Phillies, like, even them, like regular I mean, season the, one, is great. Yeah, I guess the you seventeen win, Eagles you would have to put in there because they were great. They were thirteen there was that and two in games that matters. Won a ton of games. The two thousand eleven, but they yeah. won. They won it all. Like, but this two, team hasn't won it yet. I'm, I said, yeah, if yeah, they, okay, um, yeah. this is all if they win if it they all. Win the, no, yeah. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Right, right. I, I, if I didn't say it, I meant. But just all in terms of pure dominance, I'm just talking. Yeah. If they end up winning it all, if they climb the mountain and, and succeed, and we're doing a parade in in two months or whatever, like. Yeah, man, they could be the best team in the history of Philadelphia sports if they close it out. Well, and like, that's crazy to think about. Be, and they have to close it out. Yeah, well, and this will be a discussion to have whenever their season ends. But it is unfair in a way to think that this level of dominance for so many games that is likely going to continue is going to come down to, you know, the last two quarters of a football. I know. To, to, to how they're viewed, right? I know. I mean, they, no, they, it's a shame. They could right. legitimately— well, I mean, think about, like, the 16-0 pads, right? I right. mean— that came That's down. That's why they're still an all-time great team. You always say yeah. it in such a good way. Say some guy, and it's David Tyree. We know, but still, it is. It comes down to some nobody. Yeah, making the most ridiculous on a play where they could have called holding on four different times, but they let Eli run around the whole thing. Like it came down to that. From no doubt about it, the greatest team in the history of the NFL to like just not like that's yeah. crazy. Well, and that and on a smaller scale, that's my fear of Dallas. Sure, I get it. It's just things happen, you yeah. know. A weird catch is made, sure. uh, you know, all those things. Well, in so- Dallas, we can see just Dallas alone. Look, last week we saw him put up 54 points, and granted it was a little inflated by the yeah, and he fell apart. Yeah. We see him put up 54, and then we see him squeeze yeah. by Houston. Like, you could see the variation if you get one of those good Dallas days yeah. where they're putting, where they're freaking clicking, like, they, they're tough out. The Eagles are just more consistent, and they're more talented. Yeah. But they're they're just better. And they have a better they're just better. There's just, and you look, the Niners, yeah. we'll see, let's see if, Let's see if Brock Purdy can do it for a month. Agree. I am officially back to where I was prior to the Garoppolo injury. Personally, I am more concerned about playing the Niners than I am the Cowboys. I think that's a fair take. Uh, I mean, because it goes back to what you asked me before, and I I still would say I think the Niners defense the best unit overall in the NFL if you just have to pick one. And look, you're right. We saw this with Mike White last year. Mike White came up for those two games and had like 400 yards. Yeah, and, was yeah. and then he fell apart. He had four picks against Buffalo or whatever. Yeah. It was like done. Like Brock Purdy has to do it. But 
He certainly doesn't look like he can't. Scared of the he's moment. He like, certainly doesn't look scared for the moment. And, and they've got a perfect coach to, to coach him up and get him ready. And they got a bunch of talent. The bigger worry for the Niners, if I'm, you know, scared of them, is, is that Debo. De- yeah. It looked real. Like, I, if I had to bet he broke, like, they're saying high ankle sprain. Who knows? But, like, that was a bad one. Yeah. You could tell. And <laughs> you see Jerry Rice tweeted or posted something like, don't run your best receiver up the middle. I kind of agree with that take. I get that is what makes him special. Yeah, I get it. But I, I don't disagree. I, w- it's more the the game situation that you're doing, yeah. and like that game was over by that point. Like you didn't need to do it. I am fine with them using Debo that way, but use him that way when it matters. Use him that way yeah. in the playoffs. That's my like, thing with Jalen too. For and what the Jalen thing even is different. Jalen gets it. Gets Jalen can choose to go for free space. You know, design runs a different thing, yeah. but like, like Jane's great protecting his body. Like Debo, they're putting him in and Debo's someone who always gets banged yeah, exactly, up, always yeah. takes it. Like it just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think two, that was a mistake. Two second point on Brock Purdy. There's some way that he's a little more worrisome than Jimmy G just because he's an unknown. Unknown. You yeah. Know, that, that would be the word. kind of like swag It's like a Nick a Foles bit. type yeah, of thing. It's where exactly. It's, maybe it's what the team needed to. It's exactly like a Nick Foles type uh, of you know. I did see someone tweet yesterday. I'm sure it'll, you know, won't be as big a deal anymore now he's playing well, but someone was like, how much, uh, how much would it suck to like get your chance to to start in the NFL, your dream, whatever, and everyone just keeps calling you Mr. Irrelevant? <laughs> Must yeah. be like, yeah, thanks, guys. And Although <laughs> the the marketing possibilities with this are Amazing. unbelievable. Well, the Bill Simmons had the his his name is now Mr. Irrelevant. It's like what a perfect nickname. That's good. I don't think he's earned it yet. But he that's, hasn't, that's but good. like he can yeah. be. Like you're what right. A, what he's a gonna, nickname, right? Yeah. Mr. Relevant. Like boom. I think Mr. So, Relevant's kind of a sick nickname. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, a great, yeah, great yeah, nickname. Yeah, that's my is. point. As soon as he said, I'm like, that's if he's good, like that's perfect. It like, is. What a, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Right? An all-time great nickname. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Let's get to the. We'll do the sit boss thing and then the injuries as a whole. But the sit yeah. boss thing. Look, I'll, let me address the elephant in the room. Okay. Address it, please. I wanted Sipos off the team. I didn't want him to get hurt. Okay. At no been, point was I happy. At no point was I happy he got hurt. I just want people, I'm sure people were watching me like, oh, I'll bet you, I'll bet you Seltzer's happy. I'm not. I didn't want him to get hurt. Mm. Having said that, get me a new punter. So I disagree with this take. I, I well, think I mean, because he's hurt. He's hurt now. I'm saying, get me a new punter. Like, no, 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 no. I guess I'm saying, I... new punter coming in. Like, I didn't mean it like, get rid of him. I'm just Obviously, saying, like, yes. I'm just no, saying, nobody... like, he's hurt. So yes. we'll get a new punter. And, you know what? What I disagree with it seems you're saying is I do not think it's a good thing. Think this team. I'm not saying a good thing. Player. I just don't think it. I don't think it hurts them. Like Sipos is not good. So I think Sipos has been fine, and I think he's at this point, whatever he's been better than he was started the season. But he's been whatever. Like I'm sure there's someone out there who could be fine. I'm not as sure about that. All right. Just because I think if there was that guy, there's a good chance he would. There's only 32 jobs. How many times do kickers get picked? Cameron Dicker's a freaking starting kicker now for the right. Chargers, doing just, a good job. I guess all I'm saying is it's it's one of those positions where it's really hard to hide a bad one. And now this team yeah, probably will not been, be punting a lot. We've been watching Sipos for the yes, last couple of years. Hard, he, to, hard to hide yes, a bad yes, one. I, know I he, just don't think he can be that much worse is my point. Like, I don't think losing well, Sipos is a big deal. I think he's gone is my like, yeah, it looked, he, he, it had, he had a boot on. He had crutches, obviously. Good his, at running, though. Second time this year. The way he scooped that ball up. Impressive. <laughs> he's clearly an athlete. That's yeah, for sure. But I, just like our, our kicker going out and punting shots. I would not have had him do that, by the way. It was I, I would have gone for it, especially with the big lead. And yeah, so I, I know I'm overly cautious with the injuries, though. but you did good. Yeah, yeah, I think I could have. Yeah, anyone could have. I mean, yeah, it's just you literally just kicked it. It was like cool. thirty yards. Yeah, I think Sibas is cooked. So that's gonna be a, a. You're right in the sense that like just adding a new. It's an pe- unneeded thing. Like it's they were, they were fine. Yes, with it's Sibos. unnecessary. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I think the bigger, you know, maybe not bigger, but the blanket chip one is is yeah. an important one. I think it's bigger in some ways. I think it's probably bigger. Yeah, yeah. We, just because we don't know. I think Sibas is definitely out. I don't know the blanket chip is definitely out. But what did you think of the? Uh, and then Quez obviously gets it looked like the shoulder thing. He might. I think he was fine, fine coming I back. I saw him yesterday. Okay, so the blanket chip thing then. There are the Sipos and blanket chip. Your thoughts on the injuries? Well, I think Sipos is done. 
I mean, who knows? But he was using both crutches and a walking boot. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a bad know, combo. Not yeah, not especially again for a kicker, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. important. Obviously, caveat the feet here. the feet are important to everybody. Important caveat. Yes, here. but his him specifically in some ways. Um, Blankenship thing is interesting because I think he's been playing at a at, at a you know really relatively well. high level. Yeah. yeah, but the bigger issue is you don't have Chauncey now. You don't have Blankenship. Uh, you have Kayvon, who I think yesterday it's a good matchup for him, but you don't want Kayvon starting against a team that's going to throw the ball, mm-hmm. right? Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Chauncey, does he miss the Cowboys game? Can he come back by the I Cowboys think game? He, I think he... I think it's either he can come back for it or it's the after. Right. I can't remember. I think you're going to have He's to... out through the Cowboys yeah, game, I think. I think you're going to have to sign someone at safety. Yeah, I, don't, right. I don't think it's going to be Malcolm, but let, I, I, you got to... You got to bring someone in because now you just have Marcus Epps, you have Kayvon. Well, and you would have, you consider you've just for for a game or two putting Maddox at safety and Josiah Scott at? at I don't at know, man. Slot. I don't know if I. I'm just trying to yeah, solve no, a problem I, here. I, no, I, it, I don't love it either. I'm just you know, I don't love moving positions in general. But you know, if it, let's say the Eagle, let's say the Eagles were playing a playoff game next week, I would consider it then because I think. You can't put, in my opinion, at this point, Kayvon out there in meaningful snaps mm-hmm. where the ball could be thrown. Yeah. And so I don't love moving Avante, but Josiah Scott, I think, is probably a better nickel corner than Kayvon is a safety. But also Maddox hasn't played safety in a while. So it, you know that he's and not also he coming just can't off an transition right back too. over. Yeah. Um so I think they'll bring somebody in. I think it'll probably be somebody that's like a, a veteran that's played, that's started, that maybe, you know, us in Adamican Sue, Linval Joseph. Well, type Anthony of guy. Harris just got cut. Could be someone like that. I think he's kind of cooked, but maybe. Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, I'm yeah that's that a, a very good guy. example. Yeah, yeah, he knows the system, Obviously, whatever. at this point, much like the punter, in a way, and I know the punter's different because there's only 32 of them as opposed to safeties. There's, I think know, it's easier to find a punter who can yeah. be serviceable than a safety right. at this point. But no, I, I I, think that, you know, John Ritchie asked me yesterday on the postgame show, what, what's this team have to get better at? Like, what's their weakness? And it's it's just health. It's just making sure they stay healthy for the big game. That's it. That That is what this team has to be better at. Not even better. It's just what they have to – that's the concern. You don't look at this team and go the running defense or the passing game is way better. It's it's literally just the health. That's it. And yeah. the lane thing. Again, the lane – I talked to Lane in, in the locker room yesterday. In my, my read on this, my personal opinion is I thought he seemed a little more subdued than he does normally. And he said he's going to get tests and it's on his abdomen. You know, would it shock me if today it comes out that maybe he's out multiple weeks? It would not shock me. I think he probably is not going to be out. I would say there's a, you know, 40% chance he doesn't play against Chicago. And look, you know, we've seen... And I'm fine with that in right. a way. It just oh, yeah, makes we the game for the playoffs, yeah. But yeah, well, look, the reason they played so well against Parsons we've talked about was partially because how great yeah. he was. Now, the record and with and without Lane is very is, different. Is insane. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think he is one of those guys. Time, but... He's one of those guys where I don't think we credit enough just how important he is yeah. when he's gone. So, yeah, that's a, it's a big one to monitor. Obviously, you want him for the playoffs, and that's what's most important, so you play it safe. Um, but that's a, a honestly... The potential for that to be the most important of all these. Oh, easily. Without a doubt. Yes. Um, all right. Um, I think that's all I got. I, I do have to mention um, Dan Campbell, one win away from seven this season. I'm just, hey, you were right about him. How about it? You were right about him. That, and that team, like, they're What's wild is they're doing man. it with offense. They're, uh, Jared Goff. Yeah. Who would have thunk that all these years later we would say Jared Goff, way better than Carson Wentz. Like, was clearly the better quarterback than well, Carson what's Wentz. What's funny, too, is if you're the Rams, you know, well, I mean, you the won Rams, the Super Bowl you, with you, Stafford, you, obviously. Yeah, but. so right now if you had to pick one – to give a contract to moving forward, I would oh, take Goff over. It's not even close. Yeah. It's Goff by a mile. And the, the Lions have like the fourth pick in the draft right now because of that. Yep. It also makes you wonder, 
if the Rams could have just won it with with Goff. Maybe. You know, and I, mean, I think look, the, the coaching looks staff, good, man. yeah, Goff, Goff looks, looks awesome. Yeah, and they're right. They're, I'm even seeing stories about how like he's you know controlling the the offense, the line, all stuff, all the stuff we always heard. Right. He's having in his ears. He's doing all right. Yeah, you know? and they got weapons. I'm happy they're, for him. Me too. I'm happy for the Lions. Yeah, like I am. You know, am, I'm a yeah. big guy. You know, obviously Eagles above everything, all that. Right. But after that, I usually root for the for the fan bases because yeah. we have suffered, and mm. until 2017, we had never won. And I know what that's like. And I always root for these. Fan bases that are there and suffer and all that. Um, all right. nah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. For, I've always been a big Dan Campbell guy. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy You've always loved them. I always have. Always been. believed. Yeah. Um, speaking of always, the Eagles just continued on the Giants. I meant to throw this one in. 10 of the last 12, 14 of the last 17 against the Giants. That's pretty pretty wild. Yeah. And we you know, talked about growing up. When I grew up, when I was growing up, the Giants were the team the Eagles could never beat. Yeah. Well, back in the day, they owned yeah. them. Yeah. So, I mean, flipped around. The Giants are in good hands, I think. But They're, they've got a good future. They, they've got a, a ways to go. All right, that's all I got. Shout out to the uh, music guy on the broadcast playing Bryson Stott's walk-up song into break. That was... That was good. Hey, okay. Think that was intentional? Yes, yeah. I do. I absolutely do. Uh, and as I scroll through my notes, that's all I got, buddy. That's everything I got. You got anything else? Um, I do have a NFL point, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Eagles. Um, Okay, two, two quick points, including the NFL one, yeah. The first one is, I think this team very, 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 very much lives off of proving people wrong. We talk about the 2017 team being underdogs, and they were. But as a as a roster, they were not underdogs. People, no. you know, well, they were because number two pick in the draft. They were because of Fultz. Exactly, at the end. This team is filled with guys that have been underdogs. It's a great point. Jalen. Yep. Nick, right? Totally. AJ, the Titans didn't want to pay him. Devontae was told You know how skinny. I've always said the, yeah. the, that, that. That thing, the underdogs, the us against the world, the yeah. nobody believes in us, but the people in this locker room, I think was the biggest motivating force that won us our Super Bowl. Yep. So if they can, if they can buy, I think it's the most motivating force in team sports. Yeah, I agree. So bottle that up, Nick. So my second one is, so did you see the the roughing the passer call? I did. Okay. Yes. So that for those that didn't, Justin Herbert it was, you know, he he jumped on his body, like he, so he was tackling him, falling straight down. Jalen Phillips was tackling him. Going on him, and you know you're supposed to like roll off at the end. He didn't roll off at the end. He kind of like jumped yeah. off the other side. It was a regular side. tackle. It was a regular yes. tackle. Yes. I am happy the NFL calls it that way. Uh, bottom line is, I want the quarterback protected, and if that means once a week there's some egregious call, you know what? I'll take it. And if you're the Eagles, you should especially take it because the thing you want more than anything is when you want defenders when they're getting ready to hit a quarterback to think about it. And bottom line, it's a good thing for the NFL. It's a good thing for the Eagles that have the MVP of the league at quarterback. So I know everyone loves to be outraged about it and go, oh, it's a good thing. I'm happy they call it that way. So when I watch it happen, and same last night as it's happening, I hate it. Yeah. I think it's so dumb to watch. It doesn't feel like the football that we love. 100%. And if I step back, if I get out of my, you know, my Nick Sirianni, like you know, in the moment, ramped up uh. me, Nick, we get fired up, guy yeah. stuff. I think you make a really good point. I, I still hate it. I'm not going to say I, I like it or support it. But when I step back, and you, especially as an Eagles fan, especially the quarterback who puts his body on the line mm-hmm. like Hurts does, I won't fight you. Yeah, protect the quarterback. I won't protect, fight you. protect players in general, but protect the quarterback. Yeah. And I'm now, fine with it. Yeah. It's just that one was. It, yeah, yeah, it was. I will say, of all the ones, it looks especially yeah, just like it's a like some of them are just like man. Like I get it. There's a technical. And it was like, a third down. There should be more intent. Yeah. yeah, there should be more thought to like, like really, you know, not just the letter law, but like, was that guy really trying to put his body on him? Was it just a follow through and he got off as quick as he could? You know, like give him yeah. a little more leeway. But I, I get your point, and I, I won't hate you as much as 
if you tweet that, I'm sure a lot of people. You should just it. make it reviewable. I, hey, well, there's another debate for now. Yeah, they I mean, should make yeah, every play. Of every so call much reviewable. Reviewable. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh, we will be back obviously later in the week uh, as we get ready for again what is, you know. A clear trap game. Like we always joke around, though, not trap games. Really not. This is actually it's a definition is of a trap. Actually, game. a trap game. So we'll get into this game coming up this week. Any final thoughts, buddy? Um, no. Oh, White Lotus season two is just the best TV show of all time. So I need it's, to get to it. I'm, I'm telling again, you, bro. Like, so do I? I, I never. Want to, I only am like two episodes through season one, and I never went back. You to don't it. have to watch. Oh, so it's a totally. Well, I would recommend it because there's one character that moves over, but it's not a similar. There's not like little I don't Easter have to eggs. Watch it. Okay. And, yeah, I'll get into it. I'll get there. And and. To people that will tweet me, it's fine if you want to see other shows are. I'm just saying, for me, it was the literally perfect season of TV I've ever seen. Hey, I I know that you're sometimes a little recency bias and all that, but of course. I'm happy you enjoyed yourself. Thank you. I, and I will watch it. We'll talk about it. All right. Uh, my final thought, as somebody hit the thing on my notes thing, and it's White Lotus season two, so I need to get to I am only like, and it's just <laughs> um, somehow typing what we're saying. All right. Uh, my final thought is the birds are 12 and one, man. It's a good final thought. The birds are 12. Happy we got to that. And they just beat the Giants 48 <laughs> to 22, and it wasn't that close. It's pretty freaking awesome. We'll be back later in the week. He's James. 